It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Postcast. The Utah Jazz fall to the San Antonio Spurs. The defensive problems that we thought were not replicable evidently are, as the Spurs use a very similar game plan to cause the Jazz all sorts of fits. Ron Boone will be breaking it down for you, as will I, as we continue on Postcast. Postcast is brought to you by the store at 6200 South and 20th East, as well as located at the Gateway. And unfortunately, you know what time it is, Ron? Mudslide cookie time again. We've lost two in a row. You can make yourself feel better by getting a mudslide cookie. Ron Boone, what's going on defensively? I just think the Jazz are struggling with um, the perimeter defense. Uh, the, the pick and roll there in the middle of the floor, I think, has given them some problems. And I was thinking during the course of the basketball game that at, as well as the Jazz key off certain situations out there defensively, what I would have liked to have seen, David, is for uh, instead of going over the top on everyone, I'd like to see them go underneath on DeRozan and just keep him from penetrating and getting into the lane, force him to take shots a little farther out, or even force him to take some threes. So going underneath would keep him from getting to his spot, you know, I think, around that 15-foot range. So on DeRozan, it obviously didn't work. They only shoot 26% on threes, so that aspect of the defense trailing on a lot of these guys worked, right? Yeah, You're exactly. trying to make Patty Mills. He goes three of nine. You're making Bell. So that aspect worked. They shot an unbelievable 67% in the paint, non-restricted, a 77% on long twos. Their mid-range game was ridiculous tonight. It, it really was, uh, and they were comfortable shots, too. It wasn't like the Jazz were... Uh, fighting them and make them shoot off-balance shots or anything like that. They were comfortable shots strictly because of their uh, the way they use their screens. And, and it, it, I don't know how really good the San Antonio Spurs were. I know how good they were tonight. And they uh, pretty good game plan. They started off the ball game fouling Rudy Gobert, forcing him to go to the free throw line, not letting him get any of those high-percentage shot dunks. And incidentally, shooting 70% at the rim going into tonight's game. Uh, they just didn't, did not give any of that up, and uh, Jazz were down eight, and they lose by seven. So it just like they just could not make up any any ground. Jazz got it to four a few times that they did not lead since after the three minute and thirty second mark of the fourth quarter. The most concerning thing to me, Ron, is in the last three games against good teams, Dallas, Houston, San Antonio, we have trailed for probably. I'm kind of doing this off the top of my head. But I would guess we've trailed for about 130 of the 100, and, or about 135 of the 144 minutes. Like, I don't think we've let, we, we won the Dallas game leading by, for about a minute and 18. We didn't lead for much of the Houston game, and we didn't lead for more than about two minutes tonight. So maybe I'm we, being even generous. I don't think we led in the, in the Houston game. I, I know I we lost every quarter. So, and then tonight was another we took a brief lead in the second and a brief lead in the third, but not for more than a possession, right? Yeah, that's, that's what it is. But what I'm getting at is after the quarter, then you're down. Uh, it's just This is not what we've seen all season long. And, and you know, this is the ebbs and flows of, of the NBA. And I'm sure Quinn and his coaching staff will figure it out and Jazz will get back on track. Well, the offense has been great. That's worth noting that the offensive rating, which has been about a 120 since the Jordan Clarkson edition, 121, I think, six points better than anybody else in the league, was just as good tonight as it has been the whole time. It it really has been. I don't think we'll have to ever worry about the offense. I mean, we have the key pieces 
for the Jazz uh, to score, put the ball on, uh, they put the ball on the floor. Donovan Mitchell's unbelievable. Rudy Gobert's great at the rim. Boyan, Joe Ingles, all of these guys know the system very, very well. And, and for the most part, they get what they need out of it. Uh, defensively, position, we were Royce O'Neal's probably our best position defensive player, and even with him, he has not been that great. Uh, so far here in the last three or four balls. Well, that's games. what jumped out tonight was that in the other games, they like really Eric Gordon went after Joe Ingles and tried to get Boyan Bogdanovich on switches, and and Dallas did that with Luka. They didn't do that tonight. They left Boyan and Joe to chase their shooters, mm-hmm. thinking they were going to have luck with that, and let DeMar DeRozan just go to work on Royce O'Neal. He got to whatever spot he wanted. Royce, as strong as he is, wasn't able to prevent DeMar DeRozan from getting to his spots, which is a credit to what a great score DeMar DeRozan is because Royce can usually prevent you from getting where you want to go. Yeah, not that we need to we're bashing Royce O'Neal because uh, DeRozan can do that to everybody. And But uh, it, it's just Royce, you're putting him in a tough position where he has to guard the, the star players, the scores on every team. Uh, and there's some players he's going to have struggle with. And, and I think DeRozan is one of them. He's six foot seven. Uh, he he's, he's can just dominate you in, in the paint. Uh Trey Fairbanks, we are live on Locked On Live on Twitch, Facebook, and on YouTube. We are live on Locked On Sports on Facebook and on Periscope. Trey Fairbanks from from, face, from uh, Periscope says, which was worse, offense or defense? Unquestionably defense. The offense was great tonight. Uh, Alex Kokolov says, free throws. No. First of all, on free throws, the Jazz ended up shooting 32 of 46. Rudy was not very good, 9 of 18. But frankly, 32 of 48 from the free throw line, you can't expect to shoot more than 75, 76%. So you're actually only adding about four points there. It wouldn't have made a difference. The defense was terrible. That's the story of tonight. Uh, I don't think I can add anything to that, but the three-point shooting made up for some of that uh, three-point shooting. I mean, uh, free throw miss, anyway, with 14 uh, makes. I mean, our offensive numbers are good. Right. You know, it's just uh, got to do something about what we're doing defense. You'd be pleased about this. On Twitch, we've got a smart one. Why on earth go over the screen on DeRozan and Murray when Rudy's dropping so far? Know your personnel. Defense is terrible. Also, they can't stay in front of anyone. Right. Yeah. That was my point. You know, DeRozan is you not taught a three-point shooter. well. Yeah, I guess I did. DeRozan is, is not a three-point shooter. So, I, I think when you start to mixing up and you're putting your game plan together, underneath on DeRozan, he's a 28% three-point shooter. He had only made eight of 27 or 28 three-point shots going into tonight's game. And that 28 attempts shows you right there that he's not taking any threes. Here's an interesting question from Tyson Tanner on Facebook, and I don't think he hits either of the answers here. Is it energy for defense or is it scheme? Steam? Scheme. <laughs> like your defensive scheme. Yeah. Not scheme. Oh, the scheme. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm a little you know, more concerned that it's it's neither of those two. Yeah, that's you know sometimes your game plan doesn't work. So maybe tonight was one of those ball games where it just doesn't work. The only thing difference that I saw that I would have liked to have seen would be to go underneath the screens on on uh, on DeRozan. Uh, Mike Conley uh, wants uh, from Periscope. Uh, or Colin from Facebook, uh, is Mike Conley throwing us off on defense? Uh, that's a hard one. Um, Conley's getting what? How many minutes a game? Uh, Mike Conley played, played 20, 20 minutes? minutes tonight. We were minus five. We were, we were on minus for everybody tonight. I mean, Rudy 
getting in foul trouble and only playing, uh, he ended up playing 32 minutes, but being out for the portion of the game really hurt us for a while. Ed Davis came in for Tony Bradley. Um, I don't think Mike, I don't think we'd go back and see the film and see a bunch of Mike Conley defensive problems tonight. There have been some other nights where he's small and guys have gone after him, but I didn't see that tonight as much as I have. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. You know, Rudy's our protector, and, you know, he, he's not going to defend anyone 15, 18 feet away from the basket. So I don't, that right now I'd say no. Right. Well, somebody team. else is saying put Mike Conley in the starting lineup because Joe Ingles can't guard anyone. So it's clearly we're just searching for answers. The fact of the matter is we're just not defending particularly well right now. Jazz fall 127 to 120. They have trailed for most of the last three games, which is disconcerting to me more than anything else. They've been outplayed really for most of the last three games, though they played very well defensively in the second, third, and fourth quarters against Dallas. They did not do so against Houston. And they head to Denver, another offensive-loaded team. This was a sequence of games where when we went into it, Ron and I talked about it, and I talked on Locked on Jazz. It would not be a test offensively because we're not playing good defensive teams. It would be a question of whether or not we could maintain our defensive excellence playing the elite offensive teams. Our offense is rolling. Our defense is not. We'll see if they can figure it out. That has been Postcast. Thanks very much. Rejecting the screen has been retweeted by Kobe, Dame Lillard, and Vince Carter. So it's fair to say you should give it a shot. I'm Noah Kozlov. And I'm Adam Stanko. Rejecting the screen hits your feed every Tuesday and Thursday. On Tuesday, we talk hoops and a little bit of life. On Thursday, we go ISO with a guest. Stories from anyone and everyone who has touched the NBA with tales we promise you've never heard before. Find Rejecting the Screen right now wherever you get podcasts, and hit that subscribe button.